Hey, what's going on, you guys? This is Dante. And Michelle. And you're tuned into Life, Instructions Not Included, a podcast where you try to find all the missing pieces to make our lives feel a little bit more normal. Coming from different walks of life, we'll try to spark conversation that mentally stimulates us and challenges the way we all think. Today, we are going to be talking about a topic that affects everybody. And if you think this is something that doesn't affect you, then consider yourself one of the very fortunate. Because today, we are going to be talking about how we are affected by inflation which I know can be a very uncomfortable topic to talk about, money in general. But I think this is probably our third episode or fourth episode surrounding money. So I think we have gotten a little bit more comfortable with the dialogue we are having. But I think it's still important for us to recognize how uncomfortable this topic can be to others. Well, I think this is it's two different things that we're talking about here. Because when you're mentioning our conversations about money, that was more about like, how much do we make? Are we making enough? What do we need to do to make more money? Uncomfortable. Yeah, and then this is more about how are we saving money? How are we affected what, what are, by yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How are we affected by inflation? And then what are we? What changes are we making in order to mm-hmm. save more money? Mm-hmm. And I think more people are comfortable with talking about the cuts, the budget cuts they're making. Really? Yeah. I think in general it's just all un- incom- uncomfortable. Uncomfortable either way. Um, But yeah, we're going to be talking about that. But before we do, let's check in with each other. How have you been doing? What's going on? Nothing new. We're chilling outside at the plant sale right now. Oh, yeah. Live. During the week, it's been really slow. Obviously, everyone's back to work. Labor Day weekend. That was Labor Day, right? Yes. Labor Labor Day weekend was just a few days ago. Yeah, Labor Day weekend is over. Kids are back in school. Yes. Shit's getting a little hectic on the streets. I hate driving to work around this time because traffic is insane. I don't think most people realize how much of an impact school makes on traffic. Oh, for sure. Yeah, especially even UW, college students. Uh Uh-huh. When they're out for spring break, I get to work in like 35 minutes. Uh Uh-huh. When they're in school, Mm -hmm. three and a half hours, (laughs) somewhere around there. Yeah, you know, the, the school buses are out. The school zones, the driving school zones are back into effect. Yeah, fuck that. You know, sometimes like I, sometimes I avoid certain um, routes because I know a school bus is on it mm-hmm. at a certain time because that means there's going to be a lot of stop and go. So, yes, I know what you mean. This past weekend, we were invited out to Whidbey Island. Uh-huh. And, you know, just a PSA for you all who live in the city and need a break. Do yourself a favor and get away from the city every so often. This could be something short like a day trip or an overnight trip, but just do yourself a favor and do it because it's almost like medicine for the soul, healing for the soul. It was just so good to be out there kind of in seclusion, like a little town, and it just felt so good. Tell us more tell us more yeah <laughs> i mean that's um, that you're not selling this trip very well no i'm not <laughs> well a lot of people you'd be surprised a lot of people really don't like that stuff really yeah. man yeah. so i don't get you what, <laughs> i don't get those people so what'd you guys do um so we spent some time at the beach the kids just got just got to like run around in the water and the sand making ramps they're boys right my boys brought little monster trucks to the beach and they made ramps with the driftwood and we just kind of kind of got to sit back relax and watch them and this is what i noticed so while we were at our friend's house and we were getting ready okay one neighbor knocks on the door hell no hell no they're like do you want some clam chowder so clam chowder oh yeah i was like oh that's so nice like they just stopped by and then i kid you not two minutes later another neighbor comes knocks on the door and they're like oh our chicken or hen laid eggs and they got like an 18 count and i was like okay like that's nice of them and they're just they're that kind of community that will just walk up to your door and give you (laughs) reality check here I think there are a lot of communities that are like that. Uh-huh. You just have to be in that right community. Yeah, true. No, Not saying that that <laughs> vacation wasn't good, but you really do need to be in that right community. Yeah. My neighbors ended up giving me cookies the other day just because, nice. like, I gave them some plants and shit. Are you out in your driveway during the plant sale? No, or are they, they knocked on the door. door. They knocked okay. on the door. And, cool. you know, 
I dropped off some plants to someone there like, oh yeah, I got some fresh eggs for you. You want this? And yeah, so you just okay. gotta make the meet the right people. But not trying to downplay the whole vacation thing, I do think it's amazing to get out of the city. Mm-hmm. And from the pictures and stories and all the shit you posted, it looked like mm-hmm. it was fun. Yeah. Well, another point that I want to make is like one of the reasons why I liked being out there. I noticed I like living in a city, a big city like Seattle, I get really tempted to do things because there's a lot happening, whether it's an event across town or a restaurant I've been wanting to try out. There's always something to do. And so when I go to a little town and again, we were on Woodby Island there's not much to do and so life is a little slower my mind wasn't as filled up with oh i need to do this 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 like i didn't have like a, a big to-do list in that present moment yeah you're Question. raising your hand you, what? <laughs> is it because you're on vacation yeah the reason why i asked that is because it doesn't matter whether you're in the city or not Hmm. To me, it does. Okay. Because, like, say if I was in vacationing in a city, in a major city like Los Angeles or New York, I'm, I'm going to be very go, go, go. Yeah, I'm, I need to go that's here. True. I need to go here. Like, there's so much to do, mm-hmm. so little time. But when you go out to just a small town away from a city, mm-hmm. my mind isn't racing like that anymore. It, it really forces me to slow down and just be like... We're just going to... Because there ain't shit to do, huh? There's not a lot to do. Exactly. That temptation is no longer (laughs) there. That's why I was like, shit, I need to get away from the city more. That's funny. You know? And, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I love the city. I think I'm a city gal at heart. But I do appreciate the slowness of life. And I think that's what Tri-Cities gave me a few years ago. Mm -hmm. It was like there wasn't a lot to do. We stayed home a lot more. Granted, it was during the pandemic and we didn't know people, but we stayed home a lot more. We had more home-cooked meals. Here, we're more likely to jump in the car, oh, let's go eat at this restaurant. Hmm. And, you know, it's it's louder, it's crowded, busier. So, get out of Sorry, the city. Sorry, you're, you're making it seem like Tri-Cities was a ghost town. There was never traffic. Let me put it that really? way. There was never traffic. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've only been to Tri Cities <laughs> once. I've driven through it, so I could kind of see that, I guess. Yeah, it was nice, and so I guess I I miss that for myself. I don't know that I want it permanently for me, but it is a good reminder to just get away from the city every now and then. Maybe like quarterly. That's a lot. Half yearly. Yeah, qu- half quarterly yearly. <laughs> is actually a lot. <laughs> but every three months, every That's three a to lot. four months. Yeah. Even a day trip? I feel like Seattle, it's very easy to do that. For me, that feels like it's a lot. Yeah. But, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, everyone goes at their own pace. Yeah. I think about, like, um, let's say other vacations. Mm-hmm. Let's say you were to fly somewhere mm-hmm. quarterly. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a big difference, right? Mm-hmm. But at the yeah. same time, you could do a three-hour drive somewhere else or take a three-hour flight. I mean, it's still the same amount of time. But for some reason, it's a different type of effort. That's Yes and no. A three-hour drive is a three-hour drive. A three-hour flight is not... It's a three-hour flight plus and minus a few hours on each end. That's true. Because you have to that's go to true. the airport. And then you have to account for travel to and from airport. So a three-hour flight may be like a good half-day travel. That's true. That's true. I see that. <laughs> Which is not a three-hour flight. Okay. Um, I would say maybe something in between is like find a destination near your home. Okay. That is the commute is just an hour. So Whidbey Island, and I didn't know this, but mm-hmm. so north of Seattle is Muckleteo, Washington. Yes. Still not too far. The ferry ride over to Whidbey Island is 18 minutes. The shortest ferry ride ever. But you have to drive an hour up. An hour so depending that's on where you came from. Yeah, yes, because from here it's the same It's, it's the same less thing. than two hours away. Yeah, so here it's the same thing. If you were to catch the ferry from, not Fauntleroy, what is... Uh-huh, Fauntleroy. Fauntleroy, mm-hmm. what'd you say? West Seattle, Fauntleroy. No, no what'd you say? Fauntleroy. Fauntleroy. Like Leroy? Fauntleroy. Like Leroy Jenkins? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I used to say it like that back in high school. Everyone was like, say that again? Fauntleroy. <laughs> Fauntleroy. Okay, what'd you say um, Fauntleroy? So Fauntleroy and then Fauntleroy. the one at the pier. Yeah. Yeah, so I, there you can catch it. It'll be about an hour. I mean, the 18 minutes does sound short, but that drive to Muckleteo is it's yeah. a mission depending on what day you go. 
yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, but no, that's dope though. That's dope. You guys gonna do it again? I would like to. Okay. Maybe, I mean, if we're invited back, sure, why not? It was a great time. But there are a lot of different islands and inlets around the Puget Sound. There, there's still lots to be discovered. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I think we used to go to, Wid- no, we used to go to Vashon. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Vashon's good for cyclists, if you like cycling. Oh, Whidbey Island, too, actually. Okay. Cycling. There's some good restaurants on Vashon and Whidbey. Oh my gosh. Um, when we were exploring the little town, it's called Langley on Whidbey Island. I stumbled upon this floral preservation flower shop mm-hmm. and it was amazing. It kind of, it spoke to me. Like, And the funny thing is I was on my way to an indie bookstore. I think I po- talked about it in a previous podcast where my thing now is like anywhere I travel to, mm-hmm. I'm going to make it a mission to go to a bookstore. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, literally right next door to the bookstore was this flower shop and the lady has her own flower garden on the island and then she preserves these bouquets by drying them like hanging them upside down Mm -hmm. and i was just like this is dope yeah she's living out her dream she got a flower or that's her side hustle she's trying to make some extra ends no actually i went on her website to read about her um, she's from the Greenwood neighborhood, which, hello, I'm from the Greenwood neighborhood. No way. Yes, way. Okay. <laughs> she left her full-time job, decided to open up a flower farm, and got a plant shop. I mean, nice. she's not living living her best life. Yeah. <laughs> living her dream. Like, I mean, that's pretty cool. That's dope. Pretty cool. That's dope. Props to her. Yes, yes. Um, you know, recently, my family and I went to go watch a movie. We went to go see Elemental. So this was like a couple months ago. Super cute movie if you haven't watched it, by the way. Yeah. A couple months ago is recently? Yeah. Okay. So sudden six months ago. <laughs> what is recently? Okay. I wonder, what's your recently? My recent is like a week. A week ago? Yeah, Damn, anything okay. past the week, I'm like, ah. A long time ago. hell long ago. So how about this? A couple months ago, <laughs> went to go watch a movie. And this is for me, my husband, and two kids. Okay. And when they rung us up... The prices were absurd. It was like prices. Right? Are we gonna do prices right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, would you? Would this you is just for the tickets. Elemental in the evening. This is just for the tickets. Yeah. We're at. This is already a trick to begin with. It's setting you up for failure. Uh, we went to AMC at South Center. At South Center, four tickets. Uh huh. Evening. Yes. Oh, uh, easily what? Easily sixty bucks. Oh, look at you. Yeah, actually. Was oh, it really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <Right. laughs> good I've, job. I don't I know what you want, movie, but good I haven't job. been in the movies since like 2010. So. Okay, so get but this. Yeah. So they ring us up, 60 something dollars. And in my, I don't say anything to my husband, but in my head, I'm like, <laughs> damn, $60? Yeah. This is hella money. Because, so I used to work at a movie theater probably a, more than a decade ago at this point. So we always used to get movie tickets for free for years. We pay for them now, but we don't see movies often. So when I hear $60, I'm like, in my head, I was like, damn, this is a lot. Swallowed that price point. I was like, okay, whatever, we're taking the kids out. We go to the worker who takes our tickets and he hands us 3D glasses. Okay. So I go, oh, this is why they are so expensive. Because this is a 3D movie. So it kind of like, the price at that point made more sense to me. $15 is normal. I think $15 for a 3D movie is cheap. I swear movies have to be $15 unless the price is dropped. Because it was $12.50 or $13 maybe, I don't fucking know, six, seven, eight years ago. I think we had a gift card, and I don't know. Remember, I don't remember now if the gift card went towards the total, and sixty was on top, or if sixty was the total. So, oh, was it the gift card I gave you guys for Christmas or some shit? No, it was another gift card. But thank you okay. for that. We did okay. use it. Oh yeah, that's just <laughs> another thing that I've done for you to make you feel loved as a friend. <laughs> but um, um, but yeah, so, I swear it's got to be more than that. But yeah, go ahead. Well, so anyway, that was me. So like. When I thought it was $60, and in my head I was like, damn, that's expensive. Yeah. But I was just I was just going to take it in and accept it, because inflation is what it is. 
come to find out it was 3D, a 3D movie. So I felt a little bit better about it. But I think that's just one example of how, like, <laughs> how I am dealing with inflation. Do you, you find that your habits have changed? Are you more aware of your spending? What do you mean dealing with inflation? Like, how you're dealing with inflation? What do you mean? Say if I was, like, really super good on top of my money and... Uh, I allotted like I had a certain budget. You wouldn't be surprised for the certain amount. That... Yeah, or I would okay. have, or I would have been like, no, I'm not. We're not spending sixty to eighty dollars on this. Like this is just crazy. Yeah. But I was like, I didn't bat an eye. I didn't say anything to my husband. And like I said, I kind of just took it and was like, we're gonna see this movie regardless mm-hmm. of how much it costs. I think there are some things I'm more willing to do and be more flexible with. Yeah. But other things, I'm not. Okay. But for you, in the past year or so, have you seen your habits with money changing? Kind of not really. You know, I'm fortunate enough to grow my own produce uh-huh. at home. Uh-huh. So I am preparing a lot more food from home. Like I'm going to be making a, a tomato-based sauce mm-hmm. from everything that was grown in the garden, even the herbs, right? Yeah. But I'd never really ate out that much I did most of my cooking at home. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't really shop that much, but I was aware of how prices have increased, right? I think my only poor spending habit has been on shoes and possibly alcohol too. But yeah, I don't really go out as much. And then when I do go grocery shopping, I think the one thing that I do change is that I limit the unnecessary items. Mm. I'm not really a snack person anyways, but if I see something that catches my eye, mm-hmm. I'm a little bit more hesitant to buy it because, for one, like, I usually eat pretty healthy. Two, I'm not rich. So paying 30 bucks for a bag of, what is that, Tate's New York cookies? 30 bucks? Yeah. Is this Costco size? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you, what is that? Tate's New York? Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah, that shit the is... The bake shop. My fucking God, that yeah. shit is so bomb. They sell those at Costco, by the way. I know, the fucking huge pack. <laughs> Don't get me started. But white pack is fucking bomb. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yo, okay. you don't even know. So, anyways, that's my one Jeez. guilty pleasure okay. that I would buy. But then, yeah, you know, I, I tighten my belt, as my grandma would say. I don't spend too much on unnecessary items because I don't think that prices are going to go down anytime soon. For sure. Things, you, know? for sure. you know, for me personally, I especially feel it in the groceries category. Yeah. I see an item that I used to buy in the past and I've been like, I used to be able to buy that for like two fifty, mm-hmm. And now I'm lucky if I can find it on sale for two ninety nine. Regular price is probably like four fifty or so now, and so like I notice it in the little things like that. Yeah, I also notice like the last few times I've gone grocery shopping, and this is actually kind of a habit of mine that I've had because this is something my mom instilled in me. Mm-hmm. But like when she used to go grocery shopping, she used to look at the weekly ad, look at what was on sale, yeah. and like base her recipes for that week. On what was on sale and she would always tell me that and I remember I was I was so naive and I used to be like yeah but what if I'm not craving what's on sale Mm -hmm. what if I want something completely different these days I'm like oh yeah chicken is like buy one get two free Mm -hmm. we're buying hella chicken and I'm gonna make chicken for you know well I I can freeze it I know that but like we're gonna be (laughs) eating chicken Fucking baked chicken, fried chicken, <laughs> exactly. barbecue chicken. <laughs> exactly. Like, And if an item is on sale, I am more likely to purchase it. Yes. Especially if it's at Costco. I lied. I have changed my habits a lot. Okay. Not the spending habits. Okay. Well, I, I guess it. that's a secondary change. So the primary change is that I'm doing more at home with what I'm buying. So let's say the rotisserie chicken mm-hmm. from Costco or mm-hmm. from anywhere. Yeah. I've been watching videos on how to make your own chicken stock from the leftovers, from yeah. the carcass, right? Uh-huh. And so planning on making my own chicken stock, mm. save that, then make my own soups. Fall's coming up. Oh. This is going to be perfect, right? Who uh, taught you how to, who inspired you to cut down the chicken? TikTok University. Okay. Oh, you're talking, man, I know what you're getting at. <laughs> I didn't cut it down. It's just going to go in the pot hole. Oh, <laughs> we're fine, good, yeah. <laughs> and we're good. But those are the things that I'm changing that I'm realizing is, 
those minor changes are going to help me save money, right? Yes. In, in the end, because when I'm in the grocery store, I guess I'm not saying, oh, shit, this is too expensive. I don't want to buy that. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of what is going to help out with my budget for the week, uh-huh. right? And so I'll cook one thing for like three days. Uh-huh. That will last me three days. Okay. And then as I'm going throughout the week, I'll see videos on TikTok that will show me how to make my own stock, how to make my own sauces, how to make whatever. Yeah. Now I'm going to start canning all my stuff. Yes. So I'm going to do canned tomato sauce. I'm going to do hey. a lot of pickles, a lot of, I don't fucking know. Hey. I'm going to learn Dante's some shit. farmer's market coming after this plant sale. Oh, we'll see, man. <laughs> we'll see. No, I think that is smart. It kind of stretches your dollar even further if you're able to buy something and be like, okay, what else can I do with it to help me out at home? Mm -hmm. I think that's a good way of doing it. I think, like, for example, my mom told me that I should save my banana peels and soak them in water to create, like, a fertilizer for Mm -hmm. my house plants. I wouldn't have thought about doing that. But it saves you from buying fertilizer, fertilizer from, yeah, which again is extra money. So I mean, there's probably a lot that we are not doing that can make our buck go a little. We mm-hmm. can stretch our dollar. I just haven't figured it out yet. But there are definitely ways. De- definitely getting hit hard in the streaming services. Ooh, I swear what, every what month are you paying. Oh shit, twenty eight, twenty nine. Okay, for Netflix. Just, oh, that's really? just for Netflix. Oh. I don't even know what my other streaming services fees are. Uh-huh. But I get an email every, what, two, three months about an increase in price. And I'm like, oh, wow. like you guys aren't coding fucking anything. Why is the price going up higher and higher? Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe the price for the server is going, servers are going up. I don't fucking know. Yeah. But at this point, I might resort back to VHS. <laughs> I can't be doing this shit anymore. <laughs> Got a DVD. Oh, VHS. Yeah, VHS. Dang, not even DVD, nah, we, just VHS. Well, because we tossed all the DVDs. I don't think we have any of them. That's Might have to go holla events. Really? Yeah. You tossed all the DVDs. Why do we need them? Not everything is streamable. streamable. Everything we had. Okay. Everything okay. we had is streamable. That's crazy. Cause streamable. Like, at, one point, at one point in time in your life, you guys spent your hard-earned money on these DVDs <sighs> just to throw them away. That's crazy. I mean, we didn't throw them I away. I think we still have our DVDs laying around somewhere. They we might be taking up space, but... We didn't throw them away. Oh. Sold them. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. This was like at the beginning of the Netflix thing when people were still hyped on Redbox. I was like, do you remember when Netflix, you used to have to order the DVD to your home mm-hmm. and then get it in the mail and then yeah. mail it out? <laughs> I thought that was so stupid. <laughs> and then Redbox was like, hey, check this oh. shit out. And then so you just oh, go to Redbox. Shoot. Yeah. And then, yeah, you get your movies there. Then Netflix was like, hey, check this out. Then they hmm. started their streaming shit. Yeah. And then Redbox got fucked. I but have, Redbox had the new DVDs that came out, so it's a little bit different. I have not seen a Redbox in probably over a year. For real? Yeah. Are you, you actively searching it? for them? No, but you usually used to just see them, like, in front of a 7-Eleven or in your grocery store at the entrance. Like, as you're in and out, you know, like, oh, let's watch a movie tonight or something. Yeah, they know. definitely used to be more prominent or I've never, up. I've never paid attention. I still see it at the Safeway down at Rainier Beach. Okay. But again, I have no life. It's just plant sale. So I don't know what is going on in the world. <laughs> there could be a war going on in the U.S. and I will not be aware. And Dante would be like, come get plants. I told you. Yes. You need to live off your land. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. If they're going to they're gonna bomb your house and it's gone, uh-huh. what do you need? At least you Food. got tomatoes. Yeah. <laughs> Cucumbers <Eat> too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this year, sun-dried tomatoes. Don't forget. Yeah. Remember I gave them to you last year? I do. Yeah. Bomb. Yep. So... I got want them again. I'll make that dish again. Yep. It'll be in my annual dish. <laughs> I made it that one time and I haven't made it since. Yeah. Okay, housing. When we were moving or in the process of moving back to Western Washington from Eastern Washington, I had friends who lived in three different rental situations. What I mean by that is one was renting a townhome, another was renting an apartment, and another was renting a house. Mm-hmm. Two to three bedrooms, about two bathrooms each. So kind of like in the same range. And I asked them, the townhome was going for $2,200 a month. The two-bedroom home was going for about $1,700 a month. And then I don't remember what the two-bedroom apartment was going for, but let's say it was going around $2,000. I remember all it like being kind of in the same range because I wanted to 
one, compare it to what the prices are. And I didn't want to, like, pay too much. Mm-hmm. Or what seemed like was absurd. I was reading a little bit about inflation, and it was talking about our consumer power or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. Anyways, look it up if you're interested. But um, I didn't want to be paying an absurd amount for something that I know my friend is currently paying 2200 for. Okay. So I kind of, like, tried to stay within that age range. It is hard to find stay something. Stay within that what? Oh, I said age age range. Yeah. It is hard to stay within that price range, oh. price point. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm like, I get it. Inflation is happening. So that's something I'm just going to have to swallow. So I'm looking for like maybe 24, maybe 2,500. But it's still proving to be a challenge to find something quote unquote reasonable and still be able to like afford our current lifestyle. Do you think housing prices are increasing at a normal rate? Rent, rent prices. I don't know, because I don't know the history. I don't know the pattern of it. I just know that it's more than before, and I don't see a downwards trend. I don't think there's ever going to be a downward trend. Yeah. Where they're like, oh, hey, let's knock down our prices on our rent this yeah. year. No, you know, it's always, it, you know everything is hoping. always going up. <laughs> you know what I am hoping, though? Because, like, not a lot of people move during the fall or winter time, right? Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, maybe the prices will go down a little bit during the fall and winter time. Because no one, especially in Seattle, wants to be moving in the rain yeah. and cold. So I think that's a normal trend. Uh-huh. Where prices do shift depending mm-hmm. on the season. Yeah. You know, when the pandemic hit and prices were going up and everyone's like, oh, this is temporary. Uh, even Let's say even with the alcohol thing. Remember when alcohol, they started selling it in grocery stores? Yeah. Here? And they tax us the hell out of it right and they're like oh don't worry things are going to go down prices are going to go down like no fucking way if they realize the consumer is willing to pay a Mm. certain amount and it's not going to negatively impact the company's sales yeah why the fuck would they bring it down Mm -hmm. they're all about money Mm -hmm. right and what's weird is that when i looked at the numbers this seems like it's a normal rate okay well, actually, we're a little bit higher than, than the average rate in the past, what, 30 years, whatever whatever it is. But the average inflation rate was 2.5% per year, I believe, from 89 to 2019, okay? Right now, from July of this year, from July of last year to this year, we're sitting at about 3.2%, okay? Now, it seems like it's a little bit better, but I think because we got hit so hard during the pandemic, we're not really noticing that things are still increasing at an alarming rate, mm. you know? Because 3.2% is still above the average of the past, what, 30 years. Yeah. So who knows what's going to happen in the next year to follow, um, especially with people losing their jobs. And I am a conspiracy theorist, mm. somewhat. Mm. <laughs> There's a movie called The Big Short. Oh, my Have gosh. Have you heard of it? Yeah. Have you watched it? I tried to. Okay. I couldn't get into it. So I... With Ryan Gosling? Yeah, Ryan Gosling and everybody. Yeah. There are so many people in that movie. Oh, was there? So when it came out, I you know, I watched half of it, then I just got distracted and stopped. It's about the housing market, how it crashed, and how the bigger businesses, like, or the bigger companies, bigger banks, whatever, mm-hmm. they made a shit ton of money and bet on the people to lose their houses, right? Now... With a lot of the tragedies that have been happening in the world, people are saying that, oh, shit, there's a Netflix movie about it. Or a movie was put was put on a Netflix before this even happened. I'm wondering whether the housing market is going to crash soon just because that movie got put back on to Netflix. It recently got put on. And there's been talk about the housing market crashing in the past year. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know too much about it because I'm not... <laughs> Not I'm not looking to buy a house. I'm not on the market right now. Yeah. But I do listen to pod, other podcasts that talk about these type of things. And, you know, they're worried about it. If they're worried, I mean, I think that we should all be worried too. Yeah. Um, my husband and I, we have been looking at rentals as well as houses for sale. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I've actually no. I want to say I've noticed in the last week or so, I've seen prices go down a little bit. And my husband is now seeing more decent houses on the market in the 500 low $600,000 range. And when I say decent, maybe if you're from Seattle, you know what I mean. Because there's a door and there's, a window. There's some houses in Seattle and you'll be like, that is $650,000 for what? You know? And mm. it's just like the skeleton. What do you call it? Like the, the, the bones f- of the house. Mm-hmm. Anyways, 
he saw a post and he was like, this is down like a hundred thousand from, you know, a month ago. And I'm like, yeah, it's been sitting on the market for a long time. What's wrong with the house? Mm-hmm. But I don't know, maybe something is happening. But like I said, yeah, we've seen rental prices and housing prices go down just a little bit, not a lot. Yeah. And it's not across the board. It's kind of here and there. So it makes me think, is this just kind of a one-off with this particular property or when? Well, I mean, shit, who knows? Remember our last episode, I pulled up a number from this one article I read where it said that the average cost of a house in Seattle came out to be $967,000, somewhere around there. Crazy. I'm like, what the fuck? How am I going to buy a house? I need a sugar mama. Yeah. Someone. Buy my plants. (laughs) Buy my plants (laughs) so I can get a fucking house in Seattle. All right. So how do we plan to manage through this inflation period? I've always been a believer about it's not about how much money you make, but it's about the spending choices or saving choices, saving habits that you have. And I think it's fort- it works in my favor that I am not impulsive with buying and that if I want something, there's like a few questions. I kind of go through like a filtering system. Okay. So I ask myself questions like, do I really need this? Do I love this? How often will I use it? And will it be useful to me in the long run? Or is this something that's just going to satisfy my joy temporarily? I ask myself a shit ton of questions and I ask it over a like two month period. Another way that I try and manage my finances during this inflation time is, and I notice with me, it's more so like what happens in my mental process with purchasing, Mm -hmm. but it comes down to when I make a purchase, do I want to use my debit card or do I want to use my credit card? Okay. And uh, one, I hate using my credit card if I do not have to, or if I'm unable to pay off the entire amount every month. Obviously, there are very smart ways that one can use their credit card, right? And um, if you're able to use it smartly and work in your favor, great, nothing wrong with that. But if I'm unable to pay it off that month, I'm very hesitant to use my card. I think, so this is one thing people need to think about when using credit. Every time you swipe your card, think about, do you want to spend an extra 16% or more on that item you are purchasing? Because 16% is about the average interest rate. So these shoes that you're talking about. Can I take it a step? Go ahead, go ahead, sorry. I'm like, okay. Or it doesn't even have to be shoes, but like, let's say this jacket. Buy the jacket on credit, say it costs $150. It's not just $150 if you are charging it to your credit card. It's like $150 and some if you're unable to pay it off in that first month, you know? Mm -hmm. And are you willing willing to do that? You need a debt calculator. That's what people need. Debt calculator. Tell me more about that. So you could put in all your information, all your interest rates, and it tells you how long it would take to pay certain things off. Uh, I try to make a spreadsheet. And my dumbass didn't Google it. You could just Google debt calculator and uh, type in all uh, your shit for you. I was like, man, let me. Time is money, man. I was like, let me go ahead and create some shit because I like creating oh shit. I like gosh. recreating the fucking wheel. <laughs> so, but anyways, yeah, I would take it a step further, though. I would say that if you could pay for it with your own money, right? Yes. Go ahead and use the credit card. Uh-huh. Use the credit card. Pay yeah. it off right away. Yep. That way you get to build points. Yep. If you have a credit card that has points, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, for so sure. So that way you get some cash back, you know? And that's what I mean by using the credit card smartly. Or you're using it smart. Mm-hmm. Make it work in your favor. Yep. Build your credit. Yep. Get those points. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Keep, going, keep not, it going. Keep it going. That's all I yep. got for you. Sorry. Uh, oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> all right. That's all I got for you. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you know, it makes me think of these, like, these... Um, payment options or installment plans that are out there that I feel like have blown up in the last year. For example, Klarna, the buy now, pay later. Mm -hmm. Like I think about how that's just kind of like another credit usage system that is working against our favor unless you are able to pay it off. That I think is going to 
relate to your question about whether someone's living outside of their means. Because mm-hmm. the Klarna, there's no interest. Mm-hmm. So I've never used it, so I don't exactly know how it works. Have you man, used Klarna? Yeah, I was about to. Because okay. on Macy's, so my boy Vince, right, he's always on Twitter finding the deals, right? And this page said that, oh, shit, go to Macy's, they're selling arcade games. Like, mm-hmm. full-size arcade games, right? So we go online, we find Ninja Turtles, Pac-Man, I think there's Mortal Kombat, and some other shit. They're only about 300 each. I tried to buy 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to do payment plans, but then turned out that... They rescinded. Is rescinded the right word? Rescind, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They rescinded their offer. Yeah, they rescinded I guess your, they're... <laughs> your uh, purchase yeah, your or purchase. whatever. Yeah, your yeah. purchase. So, basically, the way I was going to purchase all of them was to Do use Klarna, Klarna right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm kind of glad it didn't go through, though, because I wouldn't know where to put all these fucking arcade games. Uh-huh. I, we we're supposed to flip them. Uh-huh. But anyways, yeah, when you have that, for me, like, I was living outside of my means mm-hmm. because I wasn't supposed to be purchasing that shit. Mm-hmm. My goal was to flip it, make mm-hmm. some cash, mm-hmm. and that would have got some more money back, right? Yeah. But either way, if I paid attention to my bank account and realized I didn't have the cash uh-huh. at that moment, I shouldn't have bought it. If I yeah. wasn't able to buy it at that moment straight up, I yeah. shouldn't have bought it. Yeah. We're using Klarna. I right? think that goes the same for credit cards. If yes. you are not able to afford it, yep. if you do not have the cash... You have no business buying it. That is living outside of your means. Yeah. I, so last year, I told myself that if I can't buy the shoe, if I can't buy two pairs of the shoes, right? Uh-huh. What I, then I can't buy it. Yeah. You know? Don't yeah. buy it at all. So, ended up paying off my credit cards. I was like, oh, shit. Kind of debt-free right now. Uh, let me go. Debt-free. Yeah. <laughs> Student loans <laughs> are a bitch. But I ended up. Yeah, I ended up paying off all my credit cards and then I felt hella good. I'm like, oh, some shoes were coming out. And I spent all my money to pay off my debt at the moment, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, man, let me just buy one pair of shoes. Mm-hmm. Swiped. Came in. I'm like, damn, these motherfuckers are clean. The shock drops. Some shoes come out tomorrow. Mm. I'm like, ah, I kind of need these too. Mm. Swipe. Mm. And for my line of business, I'm dependent on everybody else paying me. Right, because mm-hmm. I'm my own business, but can't do shit like that. <laughs> Got to be more responsible. Was I at the moment? Hell no. Mm-hmm. And here I am <laughs> trying to get back on track. Am I being responsible now? Yeah, I passed up on hella shoes. Do I go on the sneakers app? No. Why? Because I have a problem. I'm an addict. I'm a shoe addict. I go to SA Sneakerhead Anonymous, <laughs> and so. I try to refrain from those purchases, but I I am on the same page with you where if it's outside of your means, you shouldn't be doing it, you know? Mm -hmm. And the only time that I have trouble sticking to that mindset is going out to eat when I'm with friends. Mm -hmm. If friends are like, oh, let's go out and check out this new place, you know, I want to spend time with them. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to go out to eat. I'm like, Mm -hmm. fuck, okay. This is what's going on in my head. What should I eat? Should I eat a full meal? Should I eat here before I step out? Uh, have I had this food before? If I have, I don't really need to eat anything over there. Maybe I could just grab a drink. Whatever. There's a mm-hmm. bunch of scenarios playing in my head. And it sounds like it sounds like I'm doing too much. But for me, it works. Because, again, I got food at home. Yeah. I don't need to be eating out all the time. Sounds like my mom. Mom, I'm going to go out to eat. Why? You have food at home. Yeah, for real. <laughs> well, I would cook a full-ass meal. And then someone would be like, oh, hey, what's up? You guys trying to link up and eat? Oh, damn. Then I would go, and then I realized I cooked a meal that would last maybe three days, four days. Yeah. And then if I keep going out to eat, then I just wasted my food. And money. And money. And time. Because you're spending money on groceries. Yes. And. Time is money. Money is groceries. Groceries is, yeah. <laughs> spending money on groceries <laughs> and eating out. It's like, God, what's the point? It is bad. Sorry, I interjected with what I was trying to do. Did you finish up your whole thing with, like, what do you plan on changing in order to manage through inflation? this inflation period mm-hmm. yeah I think it really a lot of it is just things it's my mental process mm-hmm. on should I be spending my money well, on it or not you really are not a big spender I'm not like I've never heard you say hey I'm about to go shopping today never I never heard you say hey Dante damn I just picked up this never I think that <laughs> <laughs> what do never. you buy nothing 
the necessities. I buy the freaking necessities. I think the only shopping I do is grocery shopping. So I guess realistically, the only way it would hit you is if inflation goes higher than your pay increase, right? Mm -hmm. Sure, yeah. And one thing I wanted to point out earlier is that it hit a lot of people a few years ago because no one was offering any pay raises during the pandemic. You weren't working, so I don't... Kind uh, of, I was, but not during... You were? Um, I was working at the retirement community through October of 2020 before I moved out to Eastern Washington. So you have this like very confused look on your face. October of 2020. So think when of When did the, the pandemic hit? Officially March, March 2020. Okay, so... From so March to October. So I guess you wouldn't have... Ex- still wouldn't have experienced it. to me one time. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Because nobody could go inside because you guys got old people. Older adults, yeah, we sit outside 15 <laughs> feet away yeah. or five feet away, whatever it was. Yeah. So <laughs> during that period, a lot of places weren't offering pay raises, but that's when inflation hit the hardest. Uh, well, not necessarily the hardest. August 2022, I think for food, it said somewhere around 11% is when there was an inflation increase for food, which is pretty fucking high. But still during the pandemic, there were a lot of shortages, right? Mm-hmm. for food so then people had to hike up their prices and when you're not getting any pay raises then you're kind of fucked yeah yeah and i had to deal with that shit for two years my boss wasn't giving me shit i was so pissed so yeah oh, i remember talking about that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God it's hard, damn. It's hard times so yeah you're fortunate enough to not have to deal with that and i think like now it's more about how are you gonna make more money yeah in order to survive this survive. survive this period. It's funny when you say that. I'm I'm fortunate to not have to deal with that. Yeah. In my head, I completed the sentence and I said, I'm fortunate enough that I was able to bat my eyes at some sixty to eighty dollar movie tickets because apparently I uh, don't care about that. Yeah, but um, it's about the only thing I'm fortunate. Right? I mean, that spending is, spending wise. That is hella, man. That's hella. crazy. I think that movie, that trip to the movies with like concessions and stuff was probably like 130 or so for one night for a family of four. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mind blown. Yeah. Sorry. That was (laughs) a little anecdote there. Yeah. For this whole inflation period, I've been mentally preparing. Like I'm honestly scared because again, I run my own business. Yeah. I barely work through the university because mm-hmm. we don't have that many clients. A lot of people can't afford the price hike that they made, mm-hmm. right? So the clients I, I have now, they can afford it mm-hmm. privately, right? So that's that makes things a lot easier. Yeah. But I'm realizing that I have to shift my, my business strategies, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm still yeah. all for the people, but how can I offer more for the people in order to supplement the income that I'm missing, right? Yeah. So here I am. I'm diving into the succulent world. Okay. Like, I'm not... I know jack shit about succulents, but trying to provide for those people, I guess. Yeah, I don't think that's a bad idea at all. Definitely not a bad idea. The only thing is we're going into the fall. Uh-huh. I can't bring any plants inside the house. Mm-hmm. And we're... Because personal reasons. Personal like, reasons, yeah. yeah. Well, like, hell, we got this fucking ant problem in this neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if you have to deal with that shit in Tri-Cities, but almost every fucking house has an ant problem in the summertime Mm. and one time i kept plants in a small greenhouse Mm -hmm. inside the house and Mm -hmm. they found their way into the fucking greenhouse Mm. and they were chilling there was hell and i'm like what the fuck is going on Mm. so no plants inside the house anymore Mm -hmm. now we're going to build a greenhouse outdoors heated and i just got to figure out where where to put the rest of the shit i think as a business owner you do have to be you have to be adaptable. Mm-hmm. You have to be flexible. You have to be savvy in case shit does hit the fan, mm-hmm. such as a global pandemic. Yes. You know, I think everybody had to shift during that times, and it just, it just comes with the game. Well, let's put it this way. Let's say there isn't something as severe as the pandemic, right? Mm-hmm. At least for me, the way that I'm thinking about this is that if there's going to be a lot of layoffs, again, a lot of people are going to be out of work, everybody's going to be making budget cuts, lifestyle budget cuts right you think this is gonna happen oh hell yeah. you're saying oh okay. yeah for sure and so when this does happen i have to prepare to provide all these other options for people and still make it affordable right because these things that i'm providing mm-hmm. they're all secondary they're not primary needs right 
And how am I going to offer something and make it more appealing to those that need to save money? Like, that's where I'm trying to make changes and trying to be better prepared for an economic crash. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It all sounds so scary. Oh, it's just hell. Man, I'm so fucking scared. Like, What's oh, the thing you're scared of the most? Huh? I'm scared of the economy crashing. <laughs> and spiders. And, sp- and spiders, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think at this point, more of the economy. Spiders are good now. We're good. Yeah. But, yeah I know we I laugh mean, about it, but no, it's, it's true. Yeah, and on top of the business planning, I think that's my biggest change that I'm trying to make. I am not buying shoes as much anymore. Yeah. I bought one pair of shoes in the past couple months. In the last couple of months, okay. Yeah. Did I buy more than one? I don't know. Oh, I'm like, wait a minute, hold on, I don't think I don't so. I just saw the one. Yeah. <laughs> the one. Have you ever thought about reframing your mind or with your spending habits? Have you heard of no spending days where you literally go a day without spending any money? Or have I thought about it? No, no. have you heard? Oh no. There's this girl I follow on Instagram and she talks about having no spending days every now and then. And of course, she, you know, you can plan around it. I don't think there's anything wrong in planning around. I think that's smart. But she does allow, is it she allows herself or she forces herself, however you want to see it, to have mm-hmm. these no spending days. Um, let's take it a step further. Have you heard about no credit card usage months? I don't know where, I don't remember where I heard about this, but you literally go a month without using any credit. Mm-hmm. Heard about that? No. Crazy? What do you think about um, those? It sounds like a diet. Yeah, pretty much. It's so like it's a financial a, diet. Yeah, it's a, it sounds like a financial diet, which yeah. makes it sound like it's just going to be temporary. You know? Maybe it is. I think that sometimes when you go on a diet... No well, yeah, matter what kind of diet it is. You can't have a no spending day all the time. I mean. <laughs> well, for sure. But I mean, if you do a no credit card month, right? Yeah. Then what happens the next month? What, what do you plan on doing? You know, it's really a matter of are you changing your lifestyle or are you just changing a temporary habit? Or are you, are you halting a habit? Temporary I, halting a habit. I think the hope is if someone is as serious about getting their finances straight yeah. and they want to practice these no spending days or credit card, no credit card usage yeah. days, that in the process of it, it's going to help reframe their mindset on spending no, or for sure. saving. I mean, obviously that's the hope, right? Yeah. But let's say this. Let's say cheat meals. Cheat or cheat? Cheat. Cheat, cheat meals. Yeah, cheat meals with the t yeah. t Like a burger and a fries. Yes. So when people go on a diet, sometimes they'll allow themselves to have a cheat meal for the week or for the month, whatever it may be. Yeah. You're most likely looking forward to that cheat meal. Uh-huh. You're saying, hey, I could do this as long as I could get through this. I get to allow myself that cheat meal. Mm-hmm. So I guess this is all preference. For me, I'm not the type of person that would want to allow myself a cheat meal on a specific day. I'd rather live a lifestyle of having healthier eating habits and then being comfortable with eating a cheat meal if it happens to be there. Mm-hmm. Right. So same thing with my finances. I personally wouldn't want to be like, Okay, no credit card spending for this month. And I might be able to use it next month. You know, mm-hmm. I'd rather just not want to use my credit card. Leave yeah. it at that. Yeah. Or only use my credit card if I'm going to pay it off. So, you know, I'd rather I'd rather change my lifestyle than to have these temporary habits into play. But I mean, hey, if it works for you, it works for you. It's not it's just not my right? Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think it is for everybody. Yeah. I think, there, like I said, it was just these things that I've I've seen people talk about on social media. Yeah. Maybe it works for them. I don't think it's ideal. I mean, you know, people's relationship with money, it's all scattered. It's all over the place, all yeah. over the spectrum. Um, so I don't know that people are even able or capable to do such a thing as yeah. no spending days. But if because it costs how much to go outside these days? For sure. <laughs> I mean, shit. You say sixty bucks with the gift card, yeah. or after the gift card? Yeah. Well, if you are looking to save money, though, I do know a lot of people that are big on the buy nothing pages on Facebook. Oh yeah. For those yeah. of you that don't know what buy nothing is, it's stuff you don't buy. <laughs> you don't have to pay for it. It's yeah. free. Yeah. 
Yeah. Right? So you just go online. People are listing a bunch of free shit. They almost have one in what, every major city, maybe every Ma- neighborhood. area. Yeah, every yeah. neighborhood, pretty much. You just search it on Facebook, right? Yep. Yep. And if you're really in need of stuff, I mean, try That's to find true. stuff that works best for you. And even if it's not what you're looking for, if this is a time where you really need to save money. Yeah. Just get this shit. It's temporary. It's free. Yeah, for sure. Once you start saving money, once you have enough money, buy the shit that you want later. That is something right? I, I need to do more often. Go and buy nothing. Yeah. One other thing I want to point out. Business owners. So, during the pandemic, a lot of people were getting like PPE loans, um, other like state assistance for... It's, it's funding for your employees, pretty much, okay. in order to pay them. If you go to the library, public library, okay. you go to the business section of any library you can go to, okay? There should be pamphlets there that offer financial grants. Of course, you have to apply for them. You have to have other, um, you have to write proposals and stuff like that, but it still gives you money when you need money for your business. So when you're struggling because other people are struggling, go to the library, figure that shit out. There are grants out there. Go online. Just type in business grants for for small business owners if you're a small business. You'll find a shit ton out there that might fit your needs. I feel it. Good on you for calling that out and sharing your knowledge because I think that goes a long way to help out the community. Yeah. Little story. I recently had a play date over the summertime and the mom talked about how, oh, this playground often has free food yeah. or free lunch for the kids. And I was like, oh, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not seeking that information. She knew about it. And I was thankful for her to share that knowledge. So sometimes it's just talking about it. Yeah. And just mentioning it to others. Like, hey, did you know that this program runs and they can help you with X, Y, and Z? Mm-hmm. So. Exactly. Cool. Exactly. All right. Well, remember, we all have different journeys in life. What may be right for me might not be right for you and vice versa. We're hoping this episode enlightened you and inspired you to bring up these types of conversations with your community. Hoping that you can be a part of our community. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and follow us on Instagram at Life I and I Podcast. Catch you guys later. Till next time.